the first thing <clears throat> to improve your connection is to say it out loud. So never assume that whatever is in your mind, your partner knows about, that it is not possible, even if we know each other, <clears throat> you know, like for years and years and years, we do not know what's happening in, in each other's minds. And so saying it out loud is so, so important. And it sounds almost too simple, <laughs> too good to be true, but it really is that simple that you, you just need to say it out loud rather than assume your partner knows what's happening for you or what you need next or what you didn't like or what you're wishing for. Hello lovely ones. I wanted to let you know that following my workshop, Your Relationship Your Way, I'm offering done with you packages of this type of work. So you can do this alone or as a couple. We will spend 90 minutes together and deep dive into all of the ways you're connecting or not connecting in your lives at the moment. And we'll come up with a really practical plan around how to get you reconnected and a plan that suits your actual life and your actual circumstances and you know what each of your needs are and we'll go from there so if this sounds interesting to you those are available until the 8th of june to so get in touch with me if you'd like to book one of those in this episode i'm talking about three ways to improve your connection to each other so whenever we are talking about connection, I'm always thinking about three things. About visibility, so making each making yourselves and each other kind of more visible to each other. So not just relying on old assumptions of what has been and the way you've always done things. And then openness, so really being open to difference, being open to misunderstanding, being open to getting it wrong, and being open to always be learning about each other so it, this is never static this will be something that continues for the rest of your relationship and then the third thing is curiosity so if something doesn't make sense to you rather than moving into defensive kind of position that you want to be curious like oh like I know this about them and this behavior doesn't match with that so I wonder what's happening here I wonder what is happening for them in this situation I wonder why they said that. I wonder what's going on. So it's visibility, openness, and curiosity. And if you can hold those things whenever you're thinking about connection, that's really, really helpful. So the first thing <clears throat> to improve your connection is to say it out loud. So never assume that whatever is in your mind, your partner knows about, that it is not possible, even if we know each other, you know, like for years and years and years, we do not know what's happening in, in each other's minds. And so saying it out loud is so, so important. And it sounds almost too simple, <laughs> too good to be true. But it really is that simple that you, you just need to say it out loud rather than assume your partner knows what's happening for you or what you need next or what you didn't like or what you're wishing for. I think this sometimes pulls on this kind of romantic idea that we have around love and around relationships that if our partner really knew us or if they really loved us that they would just get things and that is oh such an unhelpful kind of belief that is in all the movies Disney and adults it's just kind of really pervasive and so it might be 
that you're bumping up against that when you're resisting saying things out loud. So yeah, just be aware of that and where that might sort of pop up for you. Say it out loud, say it clearly, say it from your perspective. So using I statements saying I would like or I love or I really don't like or whatever it is. I would like to do more of this or would you be open to doing more of this, whatever it is. Or saying I feel disconnected from you or I miss you, I feel a little bit lonely, we've been like come through such a busy period, what should we do? How can we spend time together? How can we just reconnect in little ways? And how can we we be conscious about that? I think it's important to notice who's responsible for this generally in your relationship. And I think that's really common that there's somebody who takes either more responsibility for this or the responsibility is assumed by them or whatever it is. There's usually one person in the couple who holds more responsibility in this. And it's important to name that and then to redistribute that, to say, like, this is both of our responsibility. It's it's not one of your responsibility to make sure you are connected and remaining connected. And that don't wait for the other person to say, I've noticed this, what should we do? Or I've noticed that, what can we do? That if you take equal responsibility for that, it can make such a difference in terms of the way both of you are feeling kind of seen by each other and heard by each other. And that is, of course, about visibility, that you're both visible to each other and you know that you're both paying attention, if that makes sense. The second thing, the second way to improve connection is by repetition, Also, (laughs) slightly disappointing news, but yeah, there's real sort of patience, I think, that has to be had is that we can't just have one happy day and expect that that connection remains or one, you know, connected moment and that buoys us for the next year, that this is a constant cycle of repetition and testing out and trying and seeing what works, chucking out the things that don't work, but it really is about repetition and that connection is better viewed, I think, over time than in 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 moments. So when you're looking at one tiny moment and extrapolating from that, you're going to get a really kind of skewed picture of what's happening. And our brains are really skewed in this way that particularly if things feel disconnected, that will make it mean our whole relationship is disconnected and it's not working. So be really careful to think about repetition and think about zooming out so like how does this look over time and how if we repeat this even just for three months what difference will that make that connection is kind of cumulative and the safety and the connection is cumulative that it's also a resource that you draw on when things are more difficult or more busy or just generally kind of disconnected so it's cumulative and also it's a decision and it's a goal. So you're kind of intentionally committing to be more connected with each other and saying this out loud is important as well. So like this is one of our values or this is one of our goals over the next like whatever, three months or like year that we want to feel more connected to each other ultimately. But how are we going to do that? So what does that actually look like in our lives? Okay, we need, sure, more regular time together, but we also just need to feel that the other person knows what's going on. So that's the visibility piece again. And we're both intentionally sort of moving towards that. So that is number two, repetition. And the third one is play. 
I think play is so important in, in connection because I think sometimes when things have felt hard, we can get really in our heads and really stuck in around like what hasn't worked, what have we done wrong, what do we do next? And it can be quite like a cerebral thing, which is also disconnecting if it's only in that space. And so getting out of your minds and into your bodies is such an important way to reconnect. So do something together. It doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't have to be wildly romantic. It literally can be a walk around the block. And just like, even if it's to do a chore. The other day we had to go and get cupcakes and Imogen wanted cupcakes for her birthday. And so we decided in the middle of work just to go and both of us to walk there. It's, it's literally like a few hundred meters down the road, but it was like a special little oasis of time in between the busyness. And that can sometimes be enough. It's just saying, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to come and join me in this? Or I'm feeling X today. What should we do? So what you can do also is to have a conversation and even like a little brainstorm around what forms of play feel good to you so is this like an actual activity that you're going to share together or is it a like a stance like a playfulness what are the ways you both think about play what are the ways that there's overlap between you remember you're not going to enjoy all of the same things you're not going to play in the same ways and so be really again like open to that that there are going to be areas of difference and that's totally normal so Again, watch who's responsible for this. Like sometimes there might be a more sort of, I don't know, a play person in the relationship, the one who prompts like, let's sort of lighten this up a bit. We've been too in our heads or too serious or too grumpy. Let's like, what are we doing? How do we change the pace of this a little bit? And notice who's responsible for that generally and recommit to both being responsible for it. That it's a bit of like a snow globe moment when things are feeling a bit tense that shake up that snow globe and see what lands, see what works, see what comes out of it. And yeah, both commit to being kind of responsible for watching for signs of this being needed. So those three ways to improve your connection are to say it out loud, to repeat this over and over again, <laughs> that connection happens also in over time and that we need the kind of safety net of that to feel able to reconnect again. So it's that real kind of cumulative feeling and then play. So when things become too serious and too heavy, like sometimes we just need a change of pace and to do something different, to do something in our bodies, do something that feels light and energizing and, and fun. So yeah, I hope those are helpful to you and I will be back next week with another podcast episode. Take care, bye. If you found this episode helpful or if it brought up something for you that you'd like to work on together, I'd love you to get in touch. You can use the links in the show notes to reach me on Instagram or via email and I'd love to support you in this type of work. Equally, if you loved the episode, I would love you to leave a five-star review, please, in the Apple Podcasts. It really helps the podcast to be shown to a wider audience. And otherwise, I will see you next week. Bye-bye.